Scott of SJ, Wellfire.com, final days report, episode 286. We're calling this VCast Gog and Magog Bloodlust by the Saints. This is going to be a two-part VCast. Part one, we're going to go over the news, and I'm calling part one, Theater of War, The War is a Stage, and Are We in the Final Act? More evidence of the stand-down. We're going to cover the strategic intent. Why? Why the stand-down? There are five points. I want to go a little bit deeper in each of them. We need to think about the central bankers. Supposedly, the central bankers do not control four countries. They need this destruction for one world government. And then also what I want to cover is what does this mean for the United States? What am I looking for? And we've blown the trumpet on this for the last two years. And then part two, I think many anointed men of God, women of God that I watch are blowing the trumpet for the Gog and Magog war. And so I want to do a line by line Bible study of when does the Gog and Magog war take place? Let scripture define scripture and let's scrutinize it because we're pointing a lens on some country or countries that may or may not be part of Zechariah 14. Personally, I think they're going to be squashed before this happens. So it's very, very important to really unlock Ezekiel 38, 39, and even 37. So hopefully you'll join us for this Bible lesson. And hopefully set the record straight. Let's roll it. Let's get into it. This bloodlust of destroying Iran, I think, is insanity. It's absolute insanity because you need to think about Christians. Here's what I think about this whole event summarized. There are Christians in Palestine. There are Christians in Israel. And there are souls to be saved in both locations. I'm praying that people get saved in this trauma and that Christians are protected and that people get saved, my friends. But this is what I found interesting. I remember covering this a long time ago when we first started our news ministry. Is in Iran, there, this is a headline, too many Iranians to jail. The remarkable, remarkable growth of Christianity in Iran. Missionaries report Muslims meeting Jesus in dreams in levels we have never seen in 1,400 years. According to the research organization Operation World, Iran has the fastest growing evangelical movement in the world. The second fastest growing church is in Afghanistan, where Afghans are being reached in large part by Iranians. We just want to blow up the whole country? Christians are saying this. I'm not even talking about secular people. Christians are saying this. Put your head on right. This is insanity, my friends. Pray that the wicked governments of this world are exposed and that people are protected, my friends. That's what we need to pray for. And let's talk a little bit about the Israeli government. I mean, the evidence that we covered in 285 is now over the top that this was an inside job. Just some other proof points. Israeli rabbi caused Hamas attack inside job. Stephen Benoon covered that. His own words, his video. And this rabbi is quite famous, born in Israel, lives in the United States, talked to his IDF insiders. But the evidence is even more over the top if you didn't want to necessarily listen to an, you know somebody that's pretty connected. Times of Israel, Egypt, intelligence official says Israel ignored repeated warnings of something big. 
RT, White House backtracks on Biden's beheaded baby claims. I mean, good night, my friends. It's the same playbook they used in Iraq that actually got me pissed off. I was going to join the army. I was like, wait a minute, they killed babies by cutting off the electricity and actually, you know, took the babies off the incubators. I was pissed. I fell for that. Now, are babies dying? Probably. Absolutely. On both sides, my friends. And then you need to peel back the onion when you when you hear the mainstream news hitting you and hitting you and hitting you. And yes, six companies run over what? Ninety five percent of all media. It's controlled. It's propaganda with the reversal of the Smith Munt Act to do psyops on the American people. But Israel, R91, it's R911, Israel says. You think if you believe that 911 was real, folks, go to my YouTube channel or Gab channel. I actually put a video that says, where's the plane? No remnant of an airplane that hit the Pentagon from CNN, my friends. Unbelievable. Great video to share with people that are asleep. Let's tie it back to scripture. Everything I do, I, I try to tie back to uh, scripture as a proof point. These wicked governments, I mean, let's be honest. If you really tie it back to scripture, of course they're wicked. Luke 4, verses 5 through 7 is the story where Lucifer told Jesus, bow down, worship me. I'll give you all the kingdoms of the world. And Jesus did not rebuke him. And you think about Ephesians 2, chapter 2, verse 2, it is written, that wherein in times past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince and the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. You do not want to be a child of disobedience, my friends. So, of course, the countries of this world, many of them are wicked, my friends, and are under spiritual attack to be wicked. And I was in a debate with somebody or discussion. And he said, Israel would never do a false flag. I mean, come on, get the video from True News that is a tearjerker where they go and interview the survivors of the USS Liberty that was attacked 53 years ago. Now maybe it's 54. And it was a massive cover up and Israel attacked the USS Liberty to get us into World War III. Of course, it was a false flag. And then you need to think about Jeffrey Epstein who is blackmailing politicians with underage girls for Israeli's Mossad new book claims. The evidence is overwhelming. This is from the Middle East Monitor. So, of course, countries are wicked. A classic example that we're watching a theater, a theater of war is The Economist. I used to read this magazine. Very well written and can brainwash the masses owned supposedly by the Rothschilds. But I want to describe this cover. You see Hamas flying on a glider that is the devil attacking with bullets. And I think that's Netanyahu flying on a devil like an air glider shooting bullets. What did we just see with the invasion of Hamas? With those primitive... They're not airplanes. They're, they're what are they called? Um, parachute planes? And I'm butchering it. And what's crazy about this cover is we see the devil, Satan, with this control system for climate change. <laughs> and then you see the devil's minions on computers orchestrating the story. And what I find fascinating when we play the, uh, this video, we have 
a demonic entity pushing the bankers into the pit of hell. This reminds me in our ministry, we always talk about that false light where the 10 Kings with the antichrist is they're going to make war with the whore and they're going to burn the whore. This, all this evil that we're seeing, the antichrist is going to come in as a hero. So we're just getting played. This is the playbook. This is the script. And unfortunately, it just reminds me of what happened with the hospital. Perfect divide and conquer PSYOP. Some pastors I listened to were like, ah, this is a false flag from Hamas. Some others have basically been screaming, no, no, no, can't believe. I flat out can't believe Israel hit um, the hospital with a bomb. Let's read from Fox News. IDF contradicts squad tweets accusing Israel military of bombing the hospital. So it's interesting. IDF contradicts their own squad's tweets accusing Israel military of bombing the hospital. And what I found disturbing, just peeling back and looking for, looking for the news psyop, this was a Baptist hospital. You have this triangle, Jews, Muslims, and Christians, and they want to destroy it all. They want to destroy it all. If you go back to Albert Pike's letter, destroy Judaism, the Muslim faith, and Christianity to worship Lucifer. Keep that in the back of your mind. But a Christian hospital was hit. So this is theater. This is theater, but death is real to us. Death was real with the Twin Towers falling. False flag, but death was real, my friends. Let's play this video. He does a close-up of it. Circling the uh, gliders. There's Hamas with a little devil glider shooting. Rough guide to hell, the caption says. Then we have Satan, Lucifer, and climate change like a little machine. Good night. They're just telling you it's a joke. We're going to enslave you. Gluttony, hack center, pride, Obama, pride, the EU envy. And then here's the bankers. The bankers are going into the mouth in the pit of hell. The love of money is the root of all evil. And this is part of the black magic where they have to tell you what they're doing to you so it doesn't come back on their head. So I bind their evil plan in the name of Jesus Christ. But it's just another proof point that we're being played. The old joke is, watch the Simpsons, you'll know the future. Let's talk genocide and the seed war that we always talk about as the days of Noah, the seed war. And Revelation 12 unlocks this. I'm going to do a Bible study on this, but I just want to give an aha moment that I had. So this is totally a seed war, as we always talk about. They want to biohack you. They want to defile the temple of God that is you. They want to hook you up to the hive mind with this wireless body area network, with the this cognitive control. No more free will, right? We always talk about this. And it's really unlocked in Revelation 12. And I was reading Revelation 12. I'm writing a book, How to Read the Book of Revelation. And I'm, I was just curious, like, who is the woman? Who is the woman in Revelation 12? And there are multiple theories that the woman is Mary, the woman is the church, the woman is Israel. If you're a fulfillment, new covenant, covenant theology where 
Israel is the church, right? It could be Israel and the church. All those that are saved through faith, even in the Old Testament. But my personal opinion is I think the woman is Eve. But let's read. And there appeared a great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet and upon her head, a crown of 12 stars. And she bearing with child cried, travailing in birth and pained to be delivered. And there appeared another wonder in heaven and behold, a great red dragon having seven heads and 10 horns and seven crowns upon his head. That's the beast system, right? The 10 Kings will rule with the antichrist and the false prophet. And one of the theories is that this is Israel and potentially the church. And I don't think you're wrong. I think this deserves more study because it's interesting. The passage, let the Bible define the Bible, I always say. And he dreamed yet another dream. And he told his brethren and said, behold, I have dreamed a dream more. And behold, the sun and the moon and the 11 stars basically bowed to me. And they're like, what? No way. What are you talking about? So it's just interesting. You go back to the start of Revelation 12 and there appeared a great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet and upon her head, a crown of 12 stars. So it fits. But then you look at woman and Eve. And again, I keep on preaching. This is a seed war, right? As the days of Noah, Noah was perfect in his generations. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, talking to Satan, and between thy seed and her seed. This is Genesis 3. And it shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. Unto the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. In sorrow, sorrow thou shalt bring forth children. Eve is the mother of all children. And thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. It's just interesting. At the start of Revelation 12, it talks about travailing in birth. And so here's how I came to this conclusion that the woman is Eve. Because it ends in Revelation 12, and the dragon, that's Satan, Lucifer, was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed. Not all of her seed. Not all of humankind. Now, before I think he did within this chapter, but this is at the end. This is when Christians are going to be beheaded, probably with Noahide laws. And the dragon was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed. Not all of Eve's seed, the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. People that don't want to take the mark of the beast. You know, Lucifer, Satan wants to destroy any potential of Bible prophecy being fulfilled. Thinks Romans 11. And he wants to kill the Jews, those that killed his sons, the sons of the fallen ones, mating with women and having the Nephilim offspring. But ultimately, he wants to kill all of humanity that we always mention. There's three people, three groups he wants to kill. For sure, all of humanity. We're going to focus on just a personal story that I heard where they're going after real Jews. This DNA database in Israel is creepy beyond belief, and they're doing it around the world. You know, and I'm not talking about the synagogue of Satan either. And then obviously what we, what we just read, Christians. Christians will, will be beheaded under Noahide laws. And again, and the dragon was wroth with the woman and went to war, make war with the remnant of her seed. Not all of her seed, a remnant of her seed, which kept the commandments of God. And have the testimony of Jesus Christ. War on all humanity. War on real Jews. Potentially Israel that we just talked about. 
and, or Joseph, and then war with the Christians. And I want to make this point. These are the people that are ruling right here. Here is who they think they are. Sons of the fallen ones. Let's listen. Asking me just basic questions that I had the feeling you already knew the answers to about myself. And then eventually I said, so have you ever heard of the spirit of destiny? No, wait, wait, now, now we have to stop here, right? So, hey, how you doing? By the way, you ever hear of the spirit of destiny? He drops that. Pretty so, much, okay, yeah. so what do you say at that moment? I say, yeah, I know about it. So he said, well, what do you think about your boss and the spirit? Why would I think anything? So now, now you're thinking about your boss and the spirit of destiny, and what does he say? Uh, he says, well, what, what would you think if I told you that uh, he was the one who stole it from Hitler? Your boss yeah. stole the spirit of destiny from Adolf Hitler. Yeah. That's what he drops in, in the bar. Yeah. The best bar story of all time. When he said it, I just put my drink down and looked at him because I thought he was crazy. And what did he say that made you think he wasn't crazy? He started to tell me a story. I'd love to hear that story. You know that's what we're here to do. Let's, let, let's tell the story. Well, he says my boss was part of a group. They called themselves, what I was told was the Benai HaNephilim, the sons of the fallen, disciples of Lucifer. And just so that you understand, they believe that the God of the Bible is evil. And they believe that Lucifer is good. This when, is his, your, your boss is his this, this is their secret. Said, the God that we all know is the bad guy. Is the bad guy. That spear is the one that they believe when the temple is rebuilt in the city of David. Their man, the person that they had handpicked, was at some point going to walk into the Holy of Holies, take the blade and shed his own blood and then proclaim himself to be the Messiah. And that these sons of the fallen, they plan on ruling the world. They believe it enough to not only be willing to kill for it, they believe it enough to die for it. And right now, they're trying to move in Jerusalem to make that new temple rise yes. so that this next coming happens. Yes. And that they will have, therefore, control of this world. Yes. And so why the stand down? We went over five reasons why within Final Days Report, episode 285. Just a couple highlights. I'm not going to cover the strategic imperative. Why in the world would a country actually get their own countrymen killed? Well, land grab excuse we covered. Bullet point number two, and something I left out, is the gas field called Leviathan. Literally, the Gaza Strip is sitting on a gold mine. So will that land be annexed? Especially if 1.1 million Palestinians are extracted from their land? It's land theft, my friends. Bullet point number three, dictatorship, Netanyahu trying to override the judicial system. I mean, it's wickedness, my friends. Number four, and I think this is more of a globalist strategy, bring in World War III for this one world government. Number five, you need to think about this. The globalists have positioned terror cells and also, at least here in the United States, Chinese soldiers to be activated on command for World War III for this one world government. So you create this tension of Muslims versus the West. And the terror cells are here in the United States. We'll cover that later within this VCast. But I want to dive deep into the Satanist really want to kill all of humans. They want the global population down to 500 million people from, what, 8 billion? The Georgia Guidestones? This is a depopulation agenda, the Club of Rome. 
right? Humans are the disease spreaders and humans are the polluters, need to be culled, need to be managed, need to be put in serfs. Now, especially the Satanists have two enemies because it's a seed war. Genesis 3, Genesis 6. Those are Christians that have power over the demons that run them, over Lucifer himself. Jews that killed the Nephilim, the offspring of Lucifer and the fallen angels, the six-toed giants. It's a genetic war, my friends. So they really want to destroy Jews and Christians, in my humble opinion. And a proof point of this, I know there's some controversy of what happened in Germany. Just a family story to illustrate this point. And it's kind of a wild family history involved in World War II. My grandfather lived in Russia. And the maps were different. He lived in Russia, but he was German. And he was drafted by Germany to fight for the German side. And when they invaded Russia, he met my grandmother, Russian grandmother. And both sides of my family hated Lenin and Stalin. Uh, my great-grandfather was a Baptist preacher and along with other family members, sent to Siberia on a train never to be heard from again, just murdered. And you need to peel back the onion. These dictators in Russia were murdering their own people, starving them out. And so many Russians hated Lenin and Stalin, right? And so when the Germans came, at first they thought they were going to be saved by the Germans, but the Germans started mowing down Russians. And my family saw this happen firsthand. So my grandmother was working actually in a uh, German camp as a cook. That's how she met my German soldier grandfather who actually grew up in Russia. That's how they met. And all of a sudden, when Germany started to get pushed back, my Russian grandmother's like, we got to escape Russia because we were helping the German soldiers and I was a cook for them. And I ended up hooking up with a German soldier. And so her family, my mom's half brother and sister who are older, got on literally a wagon with a horse and took off with other families. Uh, they took off to get out of Russia. They ended up, I think in Poland, if memory serves correctly, but what both my aunt, my aunt has passed, and my uncle told me is when they were leaving, they saw German soldiers grabbing Jews and having them dig basically their grave. Women, children just massacred. I remember when they were telling me the story, I might have been seventh and eighth grade. I was like, well, were these Jews part of the government or like was there a reason why they had to wipe out their whole family? Just being naive. And they're like, they were dirt poor peasant farmers. Wiped them out. Just mowed them down. I'll never forget that. And my grandfather that fought for the German army, he told me, he said it was like a suicide mission. He said if he did not charge the Russian line or the, the line in the West, he was actually transferred to the West. He said that was the greatest godsend being transferred to fight Americans in the UK. But he said if he didn't charge, he was going to be mowed down by the soldiers in the tanks. He's like, I don't know how I survived. And it reminded me of this war in the Ukraine, the so-called war in the Ukraine, where people are just getting mowed down. They're, they're being told to go and just run at the Russian lines. It's genocide, my friends. 
the other part of the story is my aunt that told me the story. She's passed, but she had two husbands. Her first husband died, and obviously she married another husband. Both, I think, were Polish, and both spent time in a German work camp. And I didn't hear the testimony from my first uncle, but I guess um, her second husband, he told me and sat down and said what it was like. And he said he almost starved to death. They had to eat sawdust. There was no food and they were working like dogs and there was death everywhere. And he ended up getting paid by the German government reparations until he died. So I've heard these stories firsthand. And it's just interesting. I have family members that fought for Germany, family members on the Russian side. And obviously at my other side of my family fought in World War II for America. So I studied this. And this is why I never fell for Q because I remember researching what happened in Russia and there was a thing called Operation Trust that sounds a lot like Q. So if you're caught up in the Q movement, I'm sure there were a lot of truths, but it's something just to keep you stagnant. Get in your prayer closet, get right with God and really make sure that um, you're aligned with his will. Because the point is, there is the synagogue of Satan, these Satanists that want to destroy Christians that want to destroy those that actually killed off the Nephilim. It's evil, my friends. And Netanyahu, we covered this. He went to the Pfizer CEO and he said, let me have the, as the days of Noah, devil juice first for my people, because we have a national database, and I'm paraphrasing, up to 95% of the people of Israel. And we're also looking to actually add their DNA in. He's like, we're going to incentivize them. We'll get it, but we'll get it. And then we'll be able to run algorithms across this information and treat them, in my words, as guinea pigs. And yes, people of Israel have suffered medical ailments from the as the days of Noah devil juice. You need to think about Revelation 12. This is a seed war. All of humanity is being targeted by Satan. And when you actually dive deep into Revelation 12, it moves on to going after Christians. That's when Christians will get beheaded. And I don't think you're going to be raptured out of here. If you really think you're going to be raptured out of here, go to SG Wellfire and type in the search engine how to read the book of Revelation. And then you need to think about this one world government. We've talked about this often. It's rumored that the central bankers for this one world government do not have control over Russia's central bank. And I think that's up for debate because they're launching their own central bank digital currency but number two, Syria, Iran, and North Korea. So who do the globalists want war with? Iran and Syria. It's interesting, my friends. I highly, highly recommend Final Days Report episode 257. World War III players, or versus the woman, AIB system, and Jerusalem's role. And just some other proof points from the news that we're getting played. This is from the burning platform. We're being played they want war with Iran. This is why the surprise attack was allowed to occur. The petrodollar is on its last legs. This is getting a little bit more in the weeds and maybe the why. I think they want to destroy it all to bring in this one, one world government. You need to think about Klaus Schwab. U.S. will fall. So maybe they want to prime the pump faster. So it's their strategy that U.S. and the West falls. Let's continue with the BRICS getting chummy with Saudi Arabia, Iran, and Venezuela. The end of the American empire is within sight. This is the U.S. Hail Mary passed to somehow wrestle control back and continue to dominate the world. Instead, 
This will accelerate our demise and possibly create a global conflagration that no one knows how to put out. Meaning you can't put out the flame, my friends. But again, Deagle Report, Final Days Report, episode 215. If you're not familiar with Deagle Report, go to sjwellfire.com, type in the search 215. And then I heard an interesting interview on Mike Adams, Brighton, with a gentleman who talked about they need Russia on two fronts. If you think about the central banker element, if that's real, there's something to this. And they're like, consider the army of the North, Gog, Magog. I think that's nonsense, my friends. We're going to prove that out in the second part of this video. So what does this mean for the United States? We've been warning about this for two years with this Watchman News ministry. And again, we believe that in the end of days, old men will have dreams, young people have visions, as the Bible says. And maybe seven, eight years ago, I had this dream. I don't know if they were cartels, if they were Muslims, if they're just terrorists hit train stations around the United States at the same time. And I'm seeing videos of cowboys saying, bring it. We'll take you on. And within my dream, after the United States was hit, the American men were paralyzed. They were in fear. They didn't know what to do because this was a coordinated attack. And the amount of people across the border, the army, the armies that are potentially here, not only these so-called terror cells potentially, but Chinese soldiers is over the top in the millions. I've heard different estimates. So how I think this will go down, I think there'll be some sort of civil war. The next elections will probably be a fraud. So within the civil war, then you'll start seeing terror attacks with sick demonic behavior. And again, go to Final News Report episode 211. I cover the dream that I shared maybe in the uh, first 10 vcast that I did, and again, I was going back seven, eight years ago on just this evil that hit these train stations on a coordinated standpoint. And then number three, there'll be an invasion. Once they soften us up these two different ways, then Russia, China, Cuba um, will definitely attack the United States. And this is a video that went viral UN is paying them to cross the border. This gentleman actually, and I say that loosely, looks ripped, well-clothed, shows this card where he's getting money. And then this young lady actually says, where is this money coming from? It says UMMCA stands for Unspecified Minor Military Construction. Not sure what that means, but there's well-documented evidence that NGOs are funding our demise, my friends. Absolutely funding our demise. Let's continue on the genocide watch, my friend. And everybody's covered this where there's a genocide that potentially is happening right before our eyes within Gaza. And I just thought this was interesting with the 13th president of the European Commission, Ursula von der Leyen. Here's her tweet. Russia attacks against civilian infrastructure, especially electricity, are war crimes, cutting off men, women, children of water, electricity, and heating with winter coming. These are acts of pure terror, and we have to call it out as such. So then here is the defense minister. We are putting a complete siege on Gaza, this 1.1 million people. No electricity, no food, no water, no gas. It's all closed. We are fighting animals and we are acting accordingly. I mean, good night, my friends. Israel responds to Hamas crimes by ordering mass 
war crimes in Gaza. And again, you have to have to ask why. I go back to those five strategic points. Here's more Genocide Watch. Health minister directs public hospitals not to treat captured terrorists. And again, debating uh, a friend of mine that Israel has never done anything wrong. This is from In Context. Zionist soldier, we ran after villagers and burned them. Let's play it. I mean, this is this is evil on evil, my friends. The events in Tantura were crazy and horrifying. Tantura was a rich village and had beautiful houses. Its residents live like Europeans, you know, and he's laughing the whole time. And the woman of the village used to wear nice clothes for real. It was a village. One, so, one of the soldiers raped a 16-year-old girl, and he's laughing. Do you understand? The events were horrendous. There was a guy that was just a brutal human being. He took Palestinians and he put them in a cage and he killed them. They gathered them in something like a cage. They put iron wires around them. They gathered all the men, sat them on the ground. And one of the soldiers got a submachine gun and shot them. He changed the cartridge. What do you think? But we are not like that. That person was different and unusual. They imposed a cover-up. This is where it gets sick. They were soldiers, then soldiers took flamethrowers and ran after the villagers and burned them. It was horrible. And no one is allowed to talk about that. I won't even talk about it because it would be a big scandal. He's laughing. And I don't want to talk about it. In the first three, four months, I was a murderer. What does it mean? I took no prisoners. In a battle, if someone raised their hands, I didn't arrest them. That traumatized me. I can't get over it until today. If school kids stood up and raised their hands and saw them that day, I would have killed all of them. How many people have you killed this way? And he starts laughing. I didn't count. I wouldn't be able to know laughing. I had 250 bullets in my gun, laughing, and I shot from it and killed everyone. I can't count. And the atrocities in Palestine are over the top. They're tear jerkers. When I first became a Christian, for some reason, I started researching this from bulldozing down people's house, stealing their houses, um, target practice, you know, shooting different Palestinian kids with uh, a 22 round. Good night, my friends. Now, again, there were also Israelis being blown up, but you need to, you need to think about this. The synagogue of Satan wants to kill Israelis. Gave the story of German soldiers wiping out uh, peasant Jews in Russia, just, just telling them to dig their own grave, wiped them out. But it's almost like it's being reversed. And I personally think what's potentially could happen, the Lord hasn't showed me this, but I wonder what is going to be the atrocity or what is going to drive every nation in the world after World War III to surround Israel, where the times of the Gentiles comes in, where the people of Israel will be taken captive and die by the sword, but then the remnant will be there. Right, and they'll probably cry, cry to Jesus Christ. That's how this whole thing's going down. That's just Bible, my friends. But here I want to show 
human resolve. So the people of Gaza are cut off like dogs, like animals, of water, electricity, and everything else. Look at this just, I thought was amazing. It reminded me of what happened in Hawaii when people could not get food and water and people started dry, you know, coming up with their boats and started helping the people. And it was all controlled. Look at this. This is amazing. People with these backpacks going to feed the people of Gaza to be humans. These are souls to be saved on all sides. That's the mindset we have to have, my friends. So even the UN, who's a Luciferian organization, talks about how this could very easily be a genocide of 1.1 million people being cut off. And it just all this reminds me of the Armenian genocide walk that happened in Turkey. And you got to remember, from what I can gather, about 10% of Palestinians are Christians. And the Christians that are in Israel are underground, my friends. They have to be very quiet. But where's this all going, especially for the West, the United States? Well, we're just being primed for World War III. Let's read Erdogan, president. He basically says the U.S. is sending an aircraft carrier to Israel. This always happened. What is the purpose of the U.S. aircraft carrier in Israel? And what is it coming to do? If this thing ignites, America, my friends, uçak gemisini if this ignites, İsrail'e gönderiyor. Amerika'nın uçak gemisinin think of all the terror cells to be activated here in the United States with the open borders to bring in this one world government. And I talked to uh, someone as well that this disturbed me as a young daughter. Daughters for the draft. Final days report episode two seventy nine. Legal to draft your daughters, my friends. They're doing it in the Ukraine. They just want us genocided. They want us down to 500 million serfs. This is all a playbook. All a playbook. So what I'm going to cover next is this Gog and Magog war that personally I think is just being taught wrong. And a lot of people I love and cherish and are strong men, women of God, and they all are in line with this. Um, and granted, they have different nuances thereof. And personally, I think it's a stretch. I absolutely think it's a stretch. And we're just going to go line by line on Ezekiel 38 and 39. And you got to ask, why is this important? Well, many eyes are being pointed at Russia. Now, will Russia be one of the armies that come and surround Israel? In Zechariah 14, they could be. I mean, it's lining up that way. But let's not misinterpret, in my humble opinion, the Bible of Ezekiel 38 and 39. And I'm going to give a fair shake of where I think there is some scripture where they might have a point, but if you really put the lens to it, you tighten screws to it, my friends. And a lot of this as well decapitates the pre-trib rapture. They always go to Ezekiel 37, 38, and 39. This decapitates it, my friends. So hopefully you'll join us for this Bible study. God bless.